What's going on, everybody? I'm W. And I'm the Thick Baby. And we're the New School Gaming Team bringing you the New School Gaming Podcast with the latest and greatest in gaming news. We cover a lot of great topics, video games, nerd pop culture, comics. So let's jump right into it. We've got, start off, we've got Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 and Call of Duty Warzone are having some horrible server problems. Okay, what's going on? Everybody's getting kicked offline. They're having issues even booting into the lobbies. And if you are getting in and you get kicked out, there is a chance that's affecting, I thought it said about 5% of the player base right now, okay. where your entire account gets reset back to level 1. Jesus. All your gun progress is gone, and you lose all progress on the battle pass and everything. Wow. Yeah, I haven't played COD in a minute, but that sounds pretty devastating. That's a big bug. I was going to say they were just having server issues like Helldivers is, where like they need to up server quality or something, but yeah. that's that's pretty brutal if I'm logging back in and losing all of my yeah. content. Yeah. Imagine paying for two seasons on battle Ooh. passes, getting everything, season three comes out, your account gets reset, you lose everything. That's rough, yeah. yeah. I don't like that. I'd be pretty pissed. So watch out if you're playing COD. We're don't... suing. <laughs> <laughs> don't log in if you don't want to lose your shit till they fix it. So it's out there, just... Be careful. Elden Ring, on a lighter side, was one of the best games of 2022. A game of the year, I believe. It, it was amazing. I couldn't remember if it was game of the year, so I just wrote one of the best games. I, was 2022 when Breath of the Wild came out? Mm, was no. it in the same year as that? Maybe it was, yeah. Um, it might have I been one remember. of the other. I can't remember, yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> anyways, it was hard. It had some creepy monsters in it, challenging bosses. It was amazing. It was a thrill ride going through the entire game. But your ride's not over, because on June 21st, it's getting its first DLC. Nice. It's going to be called The Shadow of the Erd Tree. I've, I've heard this so far. It looks exciting. I'm not sure if I'm going to get back into Elden Ring, but it's definitely tempting. Yeah, it should be cool. Um, I was reading about it, and they're going to be kind of taking the same note as a lot of like the DLCs for the Dark Souls games. They're going to be adding in new enemies, new bosses, plot lines to further increase the player's RPG freedom was an okay. exact quote. So I thought that was interesting. Hmm. They're also going to add in new weapons, equipment, weapons, and new magic. All right, all right. So, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, should be pretty cool, and hopefully it's not the last DLC. They should do two or three if they'd stick with standard Souls games. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? We got Larian Studios, director... Of publishing, Michael Dow said on Twitter, or X for the new kids, I guess. Um, I'm still going to call it Twitter. It's Screw that. Twitter. Uh, he has said on February 22nd that a robust modding system is coming to Baldur's Gate 3. So right now, Baldur's Gate 3 has quite a bit of mods that you can add to it. But that's all through um, Vortex. Yeah. Yeah. The that's modding the game files, actually. Exactly. And, and that's the modding system they usually use for Skyrim, even though Skyrim has its own mod system in it, but it's not quite as good. Uh, this is going to add a whole new part to Baldur's Gate 3 that I think they're going to come out with their own mods and make it so that the community can easily modify their game where Vortex may be more challenging to mod it and get everything to work properly together. Which would be pretty sweet. Yeah. I mean, just having everything 100%, no lag on the mods. Yeah. Uh, I think it's already game of the year, outselling everything. This is just going to bring new people back to the game and make it essentially 
Skyrim again, where the past six, seven years we've just been playing Skyrim on mods over yeah. and over. I mean, again, you can yeah. just probably eventually start in a random location, new races. I imagine oh, yeah. they'll add in a whole bunch of stuff. You can, ba- I mean, with the mods they have for Skyrim, you can basically make a whole new game out of it. So I'm sure they're going to do that for Baldur's Gate. It'll right? be sweet. I can't so. wait to see what they do with it. Yeah. Uh, Riot Games League of Legends fighting game sets an official <laughs> name. Ooh. So earlier, I think last year, we had the name for their fighting game was uh, Project L, which is linked to League of Legends. Makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the game is a 1v1 Tekken-type game where it's a tag team, two okay. people. One guy dies, the next one comes out kind of thing. But it's all League of Legends Riot characters. I like that. Their new name for is... it oh, go ahead. is... 2XKO. Makes sense, right? <laughs> no, no, I can't no, make no, sense no, of it. No, I can't think Project of why. Project L was a way better. Yeah. 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 It doesn't make any sense at all. So I guess we'll see how that comes out, but I have a feeling they're going to change it again because that's ridiculous. That one's a rough one. Project yeah, you guys L played 2XKO this week? What the hell is that? No, Project L, which is like, hmm. What, uh, what other games does Riot have? I know they do League, All right, but... Quite a few games. I'm I'm so blank. It's like one of those things you ask me a question, I just blanked on me. <laughs> I know the games and I can't think of it. I'm just gonna go League of Legends, Team Fight Tactics. Okay, Team Fight. That's all I'm gonna think about right now. That's okay. all I can think yeah, about. Right on. I can't think of a couple of. Oh, uh, do they do Battle Chasers? Am I wrong in that, or is that Nexon? That might be Nexon. I've never heard of Battle Chasers. No. Forget what I said. All right. That's all I can think <laughs> right now. Uh, last but not least. Everything from Nintendo Direct Showcase. So Nintendo Direct just had their showcase. It was a big update with Xbox partnering with Nintendo, where a lot of Xbox games are coming to the Nintendo Switch. Pretty big news. But just the main topics here, there was a lot of stuff in here, so I just kind of tried to narrow it down to the main stuff. We got Grounded coming to the Switch. That's a big one from Xbox. Ooh, released like fun. I yes. never got to play it. It was released day one on Xbox Game Pass, and now we have it on Switch. This is basically your shrunken down. Honey, I shrunk the kids. That's what yep. it is. You're yep. in your backyard shrunken down, and you have to fight against bees, ants, bugs, uh, and then you go around farming for different materials, it items to like craft up and escape back to your normal life kind of thing. Uh, very fun game, but now we get it on Switch. Uh, that's coming this year. We have Ender Magnolia, Bloom in the Mist, coming sometime in 2024. This is, oh, it almost looked like Salt, kind of. I don't know if you played that one. No. No, it's kind of like 2D-ish, but still 3D. Okay. Uh, the setting I got was, I think you're a girl who every time you befriend or and defeat a homunculus, you gain its power, and then you just kind of go through the game building up new powers. Okay. Looked interesting, but it's coming to the Switch, so if you want to look that up, 2024 could be entertaining. Check it out. Epic Mickey's coming back with a remake Ooh. titled Epic Mickey Rebrushed. I've never played Epic Mickey before. Is that a good game? Uh, it was fun. I played it as a kid. I don't think I... Uh, it, I think it's been like a good seven to ten years that this thing has come out. With the original Epic Mickey. I think it's been longer than that. Has it? Okay. Yeah. I just know it's uh, it's a Nintendo game that everybody loves, and that's about it. Yeah. I'm not huge on Nintendo, time. so I don't know. Yeah, I felt like I played it in middle school, unless I'm thinking of a different game. Okay. But. Um, yeah, but look out for that one that's coming this year as well. Uh, Shin Megami Tensai Five Vengeance coming to Switch June 21st, 2024. Never heard of that one. Shin Megami Tensai is just a great JRPG that has 
quite a lot of titles, okay. not just five. It's got so many just in-between titles. It's kind of like Kingdom Hearts, oh, where they nice. do like 2.5 chain of memory. Yeah, yep. like that kind of stuff. Uh, but it's a huge following on that. It's a great JRPG turn-based style game. I would definitely pick that one up because I love JRPGs. Uh, after Shimigami Tensai, we got South Park Snow Day coming to Switch March 26th. Is that like a DLC for No, something? this is South Park's new co-op game coming out. I did a brief reading on it real quick. It looks like it has a matchmaking setting on it and everything, so okay. you're going to be out there fighting as South Park characters or something. So kind of like Stick of Destiny or Stick of Truth? Stick or of Truth Fracture and Fracture Butt Horse, yeah. Okay. Uh, is it Stick of Truth, Stick of Destiny? Stick, Stick of Truth, yeah. Something like that. We're going off on something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it looks like you're going to have a matchmaking style game. It looked entertaining to me. Yeah. I don't know what it's about. I'm going to look up more after that this. That should be but fun. Those were a good games. I, I mean, love If you can South play Park with games. other people. Yeah. They really fun. bring the humor to it. And they did a good job at Nintendo Direct Showcase of showing it off without making it vulgar or anything, which is hard okay. to do for a South Park Absolutely. Game. Yeah. Uh, we got ooh, Sword Art Online Fractured Daydream coming this year with solo play and up to 20-player multiplayer. Ooh, yeah. I do love a big multiplayer. New Sword Art Online game should be fun. Um, usually, when they do the anime game adaptions like Sword Art Online, they're not the greatest. They're not the greatest. Yeah. But you have high hopes every time one comes. Every out. time, yeah. But it never turns out to be great. They usually end up putting too much into the skills and skill tree kind of thing. That yeah. It just doesn't add up. Overly complicated. Yeah. Uh, Gundam Breaker 4 coming this year sometime. We don't know when, but it is number four in the series. It looks like you're going to get to fully customize your own Gundams and go out there bad. I love Gundams. Why not get it? I know you're not like the biggest mech fan. But I, yeah, but that dude, sounds like your dream right there. That's a blast. <laughs> and closing the show was Endless Ocean Luminous coming May 2nd. This supports up to 30 players who can explore the ocean and document marine life. Okay. It looks very casual, but pretty cool, too. Yeah, I like exploration games. Yeah. They could be fun. If you have some thalassophobia or just fear of unknown ocean, just maybe not that one for you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're putting in, like, krakens and stuff, <laughs> but you never know. Jump scares with sharks underwater. Yeah, but that's all I got. All right. Have you or a loved one ever suffered from bland wardrobe syndrome, lack of style, or uninspired daily attire? If so, you may be entitled to compensation in the form of New School Gaming hoodies. At New School Gaming, we understand the pain of fashion monotony. That's why we're offering our exclusive line of hoodies designed to bring relief and style to gamers everywhere. Forget those itchy, drab sweaters. Our hoodies are crafted for comfort and designed to make a statement. The perfect remedy for your wardrobe woes. Side effects may include increased coolness and spontaneous compliments. Don't suffer in silence. Join the thousands who've already made the switch to New School Gaming hoodies. Call now, visit our website, or send a carrier pigeon. However you reach us, don't miss your chance to be part of this exclusive offer. New School Gaming Hoodies. Don't just wear it, represent it. Alright, so I got Hideo Kojima's documentary Connecting Worlds is now available on Disney+. Plus. This is a runtime of about 60 minutes or 11 minutes less than his longest cutscene for Metal Gear Solid 4. I don't okay. remember if I don't know if you remember this from Metal Gear Solid 4. This is a big talk back when it came out about the cutscene in this game is an hour and ten minutes. I do remember people talking about it, but yeah. I never watched it. I never watched it. Well, who's got that kind of time? It's yeah. a whole movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, but this is his documentary is mostly about Death Stranding and the making of it and everything. 
I never even played Death Stranding. I didn't either. I heard bad things about I heard, it. I thought, I thought, I thought it was basically like walking empty. simulator. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. a, a walking simulator and it's empty. I just remember they got Norman Reedus for it and that was about it. Yeah, and that was yeah. the big thing. Was Norman Reedus is the main face of the game. Yeah, but if you're a fan a fan of Hideo Kojima, uh, go check that out on Disney+. Plus. Okay. Um, I might check it out just for the hell of it, but... Yeah, figure yeah. out what a little bit more about Death Stranding. Maybe yeah. I'll play it. Uh, Shang-Chi writer, or co-writer and director Destin Cretton... I hope I said your name right, uh, is writing and directing a new live-action Naruto movie. So he's okay. got the creator of Naruto's blessing, and they're watching over him doing this, but we're coming to a live-action Naruto movie, which I feel like is on the heels of seeing how good One Piece did as a yeah, series. Say, did he do the One Piece series? No. No? Okay. Uh, I feel like he's seen the, how good the One Piece series does. He's seen the live-action uh, Avatar that just came out, and it's like, what next? Naruto. I haven't watched that. Is that good? Uh, I'm about one episode in, I'll be honest. I haven't had a chance to get through it yet. I think all the hate it's getting online for like the CGI and not sticking to the story stuff, it's bullshit. Yeah? Yeah. The animation is great. It's not amazing by any means, but it's a Netflix series that's, that didn't have a lot thrown at it. The CGI is good. Good enough to the watch. The earthbending's better than the dancing they did to throw one pebble <laughs> last time, okay? okay? So it's pretty good. Uh, the complaints they have with how the series is run is definitely based off of there's small changes to it. Like the, It doesn't open with, and then the Fire Nation attack and the whole yeah. dialogue. Uh, there's also small parts where, like, they're going through the tunnel scene. Aang's not there, which he is in the show. So it's oh, like the small, tunnel love thing. It's small yeah. things. But overall, it's it's a new story for a new generation of people. If you don't like it, it's probably because you're too fixated on this great cartoon that you want this new thing to be good. Yeah, yeah. But it's great. I would go check that out. All right, I'm definitely gonna give it a watch. Uh, but I'm definitely gonna check out the live action Naruto to see if it's good. I'm a fan of Naruto in general. Not a super fan, but I've seen the whole thing and yeah. it's good. It's cool. Um, I'd like to see some of the characters brought to life on the screen well, but I have trouble believing they'll be able to fit some of them. It'll be interesting to see a Genjutsu. Yeah, it's kind of like Yu-Gi-Oh, where some of their outfits are so ridiculous that they yes. just wouldn't translate over to a live like action. the shark guy. Yeah. Plus, just Yugi's hair. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> uh, last one I got here is 22-year-old Californian man named Kiro Ooh. recently put up I hope it's Kiro or not Cairo, uh, recently put up an eBay, on eBay a copy of Legend of Zelda for the NES from 19 so he originally put this thing up there. It's been in his family since they got it okay. uh, for $17,000 on eBay and immediately sold it. And then he started getting offers right after that sale came through that was like, I'll drive to you and give you 30000 today. Oh. And he was like, maybe I should pull this off. So he cancels the sale and gets it appraised. Uh, after getting it appraised and graded by CGC, it's sitting at $870,000 appraisal oh my gosh for yeah. the game why is it so expensive it's just a collector's the... thing it's just no one has an original not damaged box set of legend of zelda nes really yeah. it's that rare apparently yeah i think one went in 2021 for seven hundred thousand. I'm going to have to look through all my stuff. I <laughs> like, I've I got one. one. <laughs> I, but I had that system. Return so. and look in the comments to see if <laughs> W found this system. <laughs> I might. I'm all going to be freaking out. I'm going to go through. <laughs> all right. That's all I got for that one. All right. Well, 
we got it's Mormon time, guys. Uh, <laughs> can I throw up on camera? <laughs> I will accept it for this one. <laughs> uh, I never saw it. I heard it was absolutely horrible. But Sony's Morbius hits Disney Plus on March 1st. I did watch it, and it was terrible. I, I saw all the hate online and the memes of, like, it's Morbin time and it's stuff. It's Morbin time. It was that bad. I, I Somehow, I made it through the whole thing, but it's... Oh, my God, the effort it took. Act, it actually took work to sit there. <laughs> I bet. So, I mean, it's out. I'm going to watch it just for the comedy relief and just see how horribly great it is to laugh at. So check it out, March 1st. I suggest being on a lot of uh, something to get through it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Uh, but for any of you that don't know, uh, Morbius is a vampire He's a scientist. He's a very cool character. I knew nothing about him. Yeah, he's he's a scientist Turned trying vampire. to get his disease cured by investigating vampire bats and being like, if we cross these gene, gene okay. sequences, it'll cure my ailment, basically, is what he's All trying right. to do. And then it backfires on him and he becomes Morbius, which is basically a vampire. All that's right. what it is. Well, that's cool. But I guess he's normally a villain of Spider-Man and instead he plays an anti-hero in the movie. So we'll see. It's just Jared Leto. He just lets us down. Yeah, and it was and Jared Leto again. too. He lets us down so much. Yeah, he hasn't it's done crazy. too well. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, another movie coming to HBO Max on March 8th. I'm excited about it. I didn't go to theaters and see this one myself and I love the character. We got Wonka. The movie, coming March 8th. I don't know, man. I've I seen the trailers, and there's something about Timothy Chalamet playing Wonka that I just, I feel like it's not going to be good. But I like Timothy Chalamet. He was great in the first Dune. It, it, that's the only thing I've seen him in that's like, great. And then yeah. everything else I see him in, I'm like, mm, What else was he in? I don't know. That's why I wanted to see him. I was like, well, he's great in Dune. So he go looks like he's ruining Wonka. I feel like he's just not Wonka. That's I can't what it wait is. to see it. I'm so oh. super excited. We'll give it a watch. Maybe it's Morbin time. <laughs> so March 8th, the week of that podcast, I will be doing a slight review for my nerd pop culture and letting you guys know what I thought about all it. Right, all right. And big news, speaking of Timothy Charlemagne and the month of March, on March 1st, we got Dune Part 2 hitting theaters. So ready for it. And I cannot wait to go see that. Number one was so good. I loved the characters they cast for everything. Even Timothy Charlemagne, who I'm not, I just, I don't know, maybe I'm just not a fan of him, but I, I liked him in this. He was good. Um, I Jason liked Jason Momoa. Momoa's character. Yeah. I liked, uh, oh my God, I'm not going to remember, dude who plays Moon Knight that I can't remember. He's in that, right? As the dad. Or the king. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I can't remember his name. Yeah, I can't um, remember his Isaac name either. something, I, I think. Yeah. Or maybe that's Moon Knight's character. I cannot <laughs> I remember, can't remember his name, but um, yes, you yeah, are right. Great yeah. cast in the movies, and I as the love interest other side kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm so ready to see more of, what is the planet called? Arrakis. Arrakis. Yeah. And the giant sandworms. Sandworms. More alien species, so, the Bene Gesserit Do you remember in. where the first movie left off? The first movie left off with him seeing someone riding a sandworm. Sandworm? Yeah. Okay. And that's literally how it closes. He sees a guy riding a sandworm, and then it's like black screen. All right. Yeah. So, right on. I, I read the books. The books were great. And I really feel like, without giving out spoilers for anyone that doesn't want any, the part two will not leave you dissatisfied. Uh, all I need is more Ben and Jezreel. Oh, man, you need to know. You want to know more about it. No, I don't. we don't need to know more about it. We're going to watch the movie. You <laughs> want to know. Uh, but, yeah, that's all I got for my nerd pop culture. <laughs> 
For just a small contribution to your wardrobe, you can bring home more than just a hoodie. You can bring home a piece of new school gaming. Every day, countless gamers face the challenge of uninspired fashion, but for just the price of a daily coffee, you can make a real difference in your closet. With each new school gaming hoodie, you're not just getting comfort and style, you're becoming part of a community that cares, cares about looking good. For less than the cost of a daily snack, you can proudly wear the new school gaming logo, symbolizing your commitment to superior fashion and comfort. If your snacks cost $65, your contribution matters. With every hoodie, you're supporting more than just a brand. You're elevating your style one day at a time. Don't wait. The opportunity to transform your wardrobe and your gaming experience is just a click away. Join us today. For just a small part of your daily routine, you can make a lasting impact. The new school gaming hoodie. More than just clothing, it's a statement. Buy our merch! First, first off, I got uh, My Hero Academia Season 7's opening theme performer has finally been revealed. Okay. Which is big news because... It's Pitbull. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? It is TK from Ling Two Sight. Never heard of that. <laughs> no. <laughs> but what this means is that season seven finally has its opening theme song, which is closer to us getting the show actually with no pushback dates. So ready. And season seven is allegedly dropping May fourth. Okay. So all may right. the fourth be with us it's, while we're watching. It's not a coincidence. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Uh, we also got sneak peeks at Shangri-La Frontiers. Love it. Uh, revealed a new cast for its anime and key visuals for upcoming events in the story. Um, I am not up to date on Shangri-La, so I'm, the trailer I watched was all new to me. Okay, I'm a little behind. I feel like I've only watched like the first five episodes of what feels like it's already on like episode 20 or something. Like It's so far ahead of me now. Okay. Uh, amazing show. I feel like... It's on par. It's what Sword Art Online should have been. Really? Yes. It's not. That's it high, doesn't have the. That's listen. high hopes there. Like, Sword Art Online starts amazing and builds amazing, and then it just like hits the spot where it's like, what happened? It does. It does. Oh. Shangri La Frontier jumps into a VR MMO game. It's basically about this guy like he only plays terrible VR MMOs that okay. like lag and have glitches and stuff so that he can beat them and do all this stuff and he's like I'll try the most popular one out. All right. And it's just insanely good. And everything he does is like puts him up to like top tier player kind Interesting. of Interesting. Uh but so now it's, I'm going to have to watch the this. The action in it's amazing, the comedy's gold, the characters are great. The bird just, guy was cool looking, remind me of Falco. Yes. It gives you this part where it's like, it's going to make this into an isekai. Like, it's definitely going that direction. And then I don't think it does. Nice. I'm not deep enough in to know, but I, I really feel like they just, like, threw a lot of interest in there, but took it away. Okay. Kind of thing. Uh, definitely give it a watch. This It's not disappointing at all. Right on. And I have to check it out. And I think it was on Netflix, correct? I don't know. I, think the trailer I said don't Netflix. watch any of my anime on sites that so you guys would know. All right. Well, I think I think the trailer said Netflix for this, but I could be wrong. I'll fact check that. Check the comments. All right. I'll post about it after. And also, One Piece, the English dub. I only watch English anime. I'm a bit of a boob. I know. But the I one, read like a normal person. <laughs> I do read them as well. Reading them is great. 
but reveals its first look at Gear 5's transformation for Luffy. Yes. So, I am probably about 100 episodes behind, and I won't see it for a little while. Okay. Give me some info on Gear 5, and what is it? Because I mm. saw it. I don't want to, like, really... spoil it for you, but it, it has come out in Japanese so long ago now that yeah. it's, like, you're two months, three months behind. If, yeah. yeah, it's a while. Um, the Gear 5 for Luffy is his awakening of his devil fruit. So every devil fruit yes. has an awakening to it. Um, Luffy's is when he finally, I don't want to say dies again, but, like, he's defeated for the last time that he can handle, and he awakens his devil fruit to what is his real devil fruit, which is not the... Gomu Gomu no Mi. It's uh, Nika Nika no Mi, which is the okay. Nika the Sun God. So oh. he basically becomes the incarnation of the Sun God Nika. And he is able to be free in the world, I think is how they describe it. All right. So he becomes less of an anime character and more cartoon, where like he runs in place in the hills come up behind him and then he like takes Watches. off. Okay, so yeah. he's got some like a uh, roadrunner He basically and... becomes cartoon powers is okay. what people online describe it as. That's cool. But yeah, it's basically getting to the reincarnation of Joy Boy is what we're getting here and it's all starting to come together where Luffy is going to be the main key. protagonist key to getting the One Piece kind of thing okay. and what that is all about. Well, that's cool. Yeah. But it's a big reveal after 20 years of the anime and ma manga where we just assumed that he was the rubber man. And now he's like the sun god kind of thing. Just saying, all super monkeys end up turning into sun gods. It's true. If you haven't played Bloons Tower Defense, it's proof. <laughs> it's proof. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I have for my anime news. All right, what do we got? Sword Art Online, speaking of which, the alternative, Gun Gale Online, has its season two coming in 2024. We don't know when. Uh, this is six years after season one came out, but not too long after the last Sword Art Online spinoff. Okay. Uh, Sword Art Online has Sword Art Online, Sword Art Online, Gun Gale Online, Sword Art Online, Alpha Online, Sword Art Online, Alicization, yep. uh, Sword Art Online. <laughs> I can't even keep going. There's so many dumb ones after they Sword Art Online. They get pretty bad. Uh, but Gun Gale Online is the second one. I wouldn't say it's the worst one. It's not Sword Art Online, but it's all right. It's basically if they took the elements of Sword Art Online and made it just guns. Yeah, instead yeah. of swords, you're using guns. You Except stats. Kirito comes into the game, the main character, and is like, I don't want to use a gun. There's a sword you can use in this game, too. And he just, like, cool. deflects bullets with it and stuff, which is kind of dumb. But we're getting to season two. It's still the same characters cast from that. So if you were a fan of Gun Gun Online, this will be something Right up your alley. Yeah. yeah, good for you. <laughs> uh, we got Ninja Kamui. Hopefully I said that right. Oh, yeah. Uh, aired on February 10th. We were gone, so we didn't get to cover it. But this is the former ninja, Joe Higan. I hope I said that right, too. Uh, basically retires from being a ninja to have a family, wife, kids. And then one day his whole family is slaughtered, including himself, is what his enemies think. Oh. And then he comes back because his death was faked or whatever it was. And okay. he is now Ninja Kamoy who wears, like, a devil mask over his mouth, and he's taking revenge on his old ninja organization that murdered his family by... Oh, he was betrayed. ...killing all okay, of them, yeah. Okay, right on. And it is just action-packed, bloody, nonstop. This isn't 
oh, we're having battle scenes. This is he comes in and murders that guy right away. All right. <laughs> yeah. So if you're looking for something bloody, action-packed, this is the show for you. My buddy, uh, Meat Wagon, he's been trying to get me to watch it for a couple days now, a couple weeks. He's like, first episode's out, second's yeah. out, third's out. Let's binge watch. They're already four <laughs> episodes deep by the time this podcast has come out, so get on it. It is definitely, with all the TikToks and everything going around, this is going to be number one right now for at least the end of the season. I all think. right. Better uh, solo leveling? What? Oh, that's true. I didn't even think about it. Solo leveling. Solo leveling. It's not even one. close. Number one. Yeah, solo leveling is number one. This is number two. It's it's down there, but it's not close to solo leveling. <laughs> Honorable mention solo leveling. Watch it. Yes, watch it. <laughs> uh, big news. Galactic Republic released the first four visuals of the upcoming one-shot story, Naruto, The Whirl Within the Spiral. Oh. This features a spinoff of young Minato, Naruto's oh, dad. That'll be This sweet. is back when they had that voting contest where you vote for the top character. Whoever gets the most votes, they will make a spinoff series of them. Okay. And Minato was the winner. So this is going to be, from the four key visuals we got, it looks like young Minato, uh... Falling in love with Naruto's mom and the struggle of some kind. It, like, shows him creating the Rasengan and everything. Okay. I think it's going to be good. I mean, he's the so yellow he's flash. he's not quite the yellow flash yet, I then, think right? he's kind of always had the yellow flash thing because he's always been better than everyone else at the teleportation okay. kind of thing. gotcha, gotcha. But I... I can't see this being bad. I mean, yeah. I mean, Minato is one of my favorites. It'll be he's, sweet to watch. Yeah, he's a great character. And, and I, the love story, as far as anime love stories go, this was actually pretty sweet. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they sacrifice themselves to save their child right in the beginning of Naruto. Yeah. yeah. So. Which is, yeah, I wonder if it'll end on there, if this is literally just a four. It's only four oh, episodes. That'd be wild. It ends yeah. at them sacrificing, kicks off Naruto. That would be something. But I have a feeling it's more about falling in love with it probably yeah. is, because we saw him die twice, I yeah. feel like. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would definitely give that a watch. It's coming out sometime this year. We just have visuals on it, but cool. Minato, so give it a watch. But that's all I have. Hey, folks, Thick Baby here. Did you know we host a LAN party stream every Thursday? Imagine this. A bunch of friends, loads of games, all streamed live. We're talking marbles on stream, surprise hits, the works. We mix it up every week, playing all sorts of different games. Laughs, some intense gaming moments, and of course, a bit of friendly rivalry. And hey, you're a part of the crew. Jump in chat, throw us a challenge, or just hang out and enjoy the show. It's like the best kind of gaming night with your friends, except it's every Thursday and everyone's invited. We go live around 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'd better see you there. All right. I got Spider-Punk Arms Race, number one, coming February 28th. This is a very popular comic uh, back in, well, not the day, but it's not older, but the previous series very popular. So I would pick this one up. This is basically World Without Norman Osborn. What would Spider-Man do? And okay. he'd be punk as hell, boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, it's got a cool design for the Spider-Man costume. He looks way more punk. And then I think it's got Doc Ock, and I can't remember who the other one is. Okay. But it, it's worth a pickup, I think, with how popular the previous series was. So Norman Osborn, I guess, really did help him become a scientist. Well, without Norman guy. Osborn, we don't have Oscorp. We don't have him getting the, uh, well, most most of the influence from Oscorp and Norman being his best friend's dad. Yeah. 
is him getting involved with yeah the science, science scene and, and the internships and probably getting help to college and yeah. stuff like that. So, so yeah, he's there's just a big change. Great punk then. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, we got What If, Venom number one, coming February 28th. This is a part of the What If series that's popular on Disney+. Plus. So what if this happened? What if this happened? This is, what if Eddie Brock wasn't Venom's... Uh, symbiote. Co- yeah, symbiote counterpart kind of thing. Uh, so this goes through stories including... Okay. What if Venom was attached to Loki? What if Venom was attached to Doctor Strange? Moon Knight, the Hulk? So we get a bunch of different variations of Venom with other superheroes, which I can't not seeing that'll that branch off. That'll yeah. be cool to watch. Yeah, so if that's popular enough, that'll branch off to other comics where we'll see Venom Hulk, Venom Doctor Strange, something like that, Ooh, and this will be the first appearance of I would of like them. to watch Venom Doctor Strange. Exactly. That would be cool. So I would pick this one up and just hold on to it as a, maybe further down the line we'll get this or this, and this will be a first appearance of that. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, last one I got for my pickups are Giant Size Fantastic Four number one coming February 28th. Namor, the King of Atlantis, is imprisoned and a new threat comes from the sea. This also includes a reprinting of Fantastic Four number 33 from Stanley and Jack Kirby, which is a classic Atlantis Fantastic Four comic. Okay, right yeah. on. So reprinting inside, uh, cool story with it. And it's Fantastic Four. So what's not collectible about it? I'd pick it up, hold on to it. All right. Well, speaking on the Spider-Man topic, let's keep running with it. We got Miles Morales, number 17. It'll be coming February 28th, you know, Wednesday, Wednesday Warriors. Standard price, $3.99. Pretty good. And uh, it's going to be kicking off right where the series was leaving off with Miles Morales basically just becoming Spider-Man yeah. and figuring out his whole way through. So it'll be basically his whole first adventure, kind of like becoming his own thing, kind uh, of. And what's more collectible than Sp- Miter- <laughs> Miles Morales, Spider-Man right now? Yeah, he's yeah. huge. So, I mean, pick it up, check it out, story will be good, and then maybe have a nice resale for yourself. Yeah. We also got Radiant Black. It's getting its first double feature release. Am I wrong with this was the uh, first African-American written comic from that one when we were discussing Black History Month back then? Yeah. Yeah, I remember this. And it is number 28 and 28.5. And comics don't do this too often where the fight is so good, they're immediately releasing another issue with it, but they couldn't put it into a single issue of a comic. That's a long fight. And the covers of the comics go together, so if you get an A variant, get another A or two Bs or two Cs because it forms a whole picture together with them. Oh, that's cool. And it is really cool. I'm going to go pick it up just for the display purpose. Yeah, it's sweet. So pick it up, collector's item, display comic. It'll be a sweet read, and it'll be $3.99 for each comic, 8 bucks total roughly for both of them. And our last but not least, Star Wars Thrawn Alliance number two is kicking off. And where the last one left off, we got to see Thrawn and Vader finally partying up and about to start sending their way through the galaxy, voyaging. And they have one goal in mind. Okay. To find Padme. Because Vader is getting premonitions and forced feelings that Padme's out there in the universe, but it's actually his kid's energy he's feeling, and he doesn't know it. Okay, so this is before... Yes. Yeah, okay. So Thrawn and Vader are going out and just burning the galaxy to ashes looking for Padme. I This is a little off topic, but I finally started watching that Obi-Wan series. Oh. And I'd say I'm two episodes in, so this is kind of adding up in my head now. I'm not the 
biggest Star Wars fan, but I'm getting into it now. Yeah, Thrawn is not to be messed with. His tactics are brutal. Okay. Like, you thought that the Imperial Army is brutal, just burning places and blowing up planets. I mean, like, what's worse than blowing up a planet? Well, Thrawn's worse than that. This dude is brutal. (laughs) I might pick it up and give it a read. But that's all I've got for my comic news. Hey there, adventurers! Dive into the spellbinding world of Tower of Dreams, the Dungeons and Dragons campaign like no other. Every Sunday on Twitch, we guide seven heroes from different universes through the mysterious Tower of Dreams. They're not your average heroes, no typical classes here, just a weapon and some peculiar sponsors with, let's say, unique gifts. My sponsor dropped me because of my unique gift. Let's just say, when a brand asks you to wear their shoes, they want you to wear them on their feet. Each level is a test of their bravery, brains, and brawn. What's at the top, you ask? A wish that could change everything. So come join the ride with us, the Thick Baby and W, for a D&D journey filled with surprises at every turn. Catch the Tower of Dreams on Twitch every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's time for our Battle of the Week. All right. Who do you think would win in a fight? Steven Seagal or Bruce Willis? (laughs) (laughs) Ridiculous, right? All right. All right. So Steven Seagal's a big mustache guy, right? No, no. Steven Seagal is from like the 80s, and he's the guy with the ponytail. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Who's not Asian, but... Appropriates their culture quite a bit. Quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he's an action star who's like, I'm going to do karate. Yeah. you. <laughs> but now he's like, oh, God, he's got to be like 70, 80, somewhere in that range. And he is not only a former police officer, but he teaches cops. Okay. And he does actually know karate and claims to be a black belt, but he's way too out of shape to do that now. So there's videos online of him doing karate stuff, and <laughs> not it doesn't look good. But yeah, imagine like you go to your precinct and you do like, we got Steven Seagal coming in to give you guys ideas on how to take people down, and you see him walking, you're like, Come on. <laughs> and then I you got Bruce Willis on the other side. Bruce Willis, honestly. I, I also think yeah. Bruce Willis is the way to go on this one, but I thought it'd be funny just to see Bruce Willis <laughs> and Steven Seagal go out. In their prime, Bruce Willis has it. Oh, Even yeah. if Steven Seagal knows karate, Bruce Willis wins. Oh, yeah. I don't Hands care down. what you say. Hands down. Now, Steven Seagal might have it. <laughs> what? What is Bruce Willis doing now? Bruce Willis uh, unfortunately has a, I don't know what disease he has, but he's losing a lot of his memory and speech and everything. Oh. So he's very fast deteriorating, where Steven Seagal was deteriorating the second he was born, so he is what he is. <laughs> <laughs> My hate on Steven Seagal is real. <laughs> oh, well, that stinks for... Uh... But he might have a one-up on him if they fight now. <laughs> All right, well, I'm sticking with it. All right, let's go Bruce Willis, but you let us know what you think in the comments. All right, so who do you think would win in a fight? The Rock or Jason Momoa? Uh, ooh, I, I mean, my, um, I'm, I'm going with The Rock immediately because he's just so much bigger than the dude. He's but huge. also, maybe being smaller than him could give him a speed edge, and as long as The Rock doesn't get a hold of him, Jason, or 
Jason, who is it? Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. I was Rock. thinking Jason Statham for some reason. No, Jason, Jason Momoa, Momoa. He's also pretty Aquaman. decently sized. They're both huge. But The Rock is a professional wrestler and was a professional wrestler, was a professional football player. I feel like he's got him on everything and the size alone. Yeah. It's The Rock. All right, I was leaning towards The Rock. While too. Jason Momoa well, might be huge water. and be- probably better looking than The Rock. <laughs> The, but the long guy. hair is a disadvantage in a fight. All True, the way. he could pull All his hair. Way. You think The Rock would go dirty plays and pull Jason Momoa's you, hair? No doubt, no doubt. Rock's got no hair to pull. He keeps it clean for a it's, reason. It's strictly <laughs> jealousy. He's not going to actually hit him. He's just pulling the hair. Just out. pulling the hair. All right, fair enough. Yeah, we go with The Rock. Yeah. But let us know what you guys think in the comments. Hey everybody, I'm the Thick Baby. And I'm W. And thanks for watching the New School Gaming Podcast. If you didn't know, we have merch out. It's us animated on the back and our logo on the front and they're very warm sweatshirts. Go get them. They're first come, first serve on the sizes. You can get them at our website, newschoolproject.us. The link is provided in the bio. But thanks for watching and we'll be back next week with another podcast. Peace out, everyone. All right. We're good. Aw, so